Let us hear the record of God's saving deeds in history, how God saved God's people in ages past, and let us pray that our God will bring each of us to the fullness of redemption. Over all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing 
humankind with his image, in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have it for food. And to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has breath of life, I have given every breathing plant for food. And it was so. God saw everything that he made, and indeed, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished in all their multitude. And on the seventh day God finished the work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. Keep their kind alive on the face of the earth. 
For in seven days I will send rain on the earth for forty days and forty nights, and every living thing that I have made I will blot out from the face of the ground. And Noah did all that the Lord had commanded him. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the seventeenth day of the month, on that day, all of the fountains of the great deep burst forth, and the windows of the heavens were opened. The rain fell on the earth forty days and forty nights. On the very same day, Noah with his sons, Shem and Ham and Japheth, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons, entered the ark. They and every wild animal of every kind, and all domestic animals of every kind, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, and every bird of every kind, every bird, every winged creature, they went into the ark with Noah, two and two of all flesh, in which there was the breath of life. And those that entered, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded them. And the Lord shut him in. The flood continued forty days on the earth, and the waters increased and bore up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. The waters swelled and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the face of the waters. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made and sent out the raven. And it went to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent out the doves from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set its foot, and it returned to him to the ark, for the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took it and brought it into the ark with him. He waited another seven days. And again he sent out the dove from the ark, and the dove came back to him in the evening, and there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days and sent out the dove, and it did not return to him any more. In the six hundred first year, in the first month, the first day of the month. The waters were dried from the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and saw that the face of the ground was drying. In the second month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, "Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh." Birds and animals, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, so that they may abound on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you. The birds, the domestic animals, and every animal on the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark, I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters 
that I make between me and you, and every living creature that is with you, for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. The word of the Lord. Do not be afraid. 
stand firm. You see the deliverance that the Lord will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to keep still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry out to me? Tell the Israelites to go forward, but you lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, that the Israelites may go into the sea on dry ground. Then I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And so I will gain glory for myself over Pharaoh and his army and his chariots and his chariot riders. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I am giving glory for myself over Pharaoh with his chariots and his chariot riders. The angel of God was going before the Israelite army moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved from in front of them and took its place behind them. It came between the army of Egypt and the army of Israel. And so the cloud was there when the dark, with the darkness, and it lit up the light. One did not come near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. The Lord drove back the sea along the strong east wind all night and turned the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided. The Israelites went into the sea on dry ground, the waters forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued and went into the sea after them, all the Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and chariot drivers. At the morning watch, the Lord in the pillar of fire and cloud looked down upon the Egyptian army and threw the Egyptian army into panic. He clogged their chariot wheels so that they turned with difficulty. The Egyptians said, Let us flee from the Israelites, for the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, so that the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and chariot drivers. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at dawn the sea returned to its normal depth. As the Egyptians fled before it, the Lord tossed the Egyptians into the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the chariot drivers. The entire army of the Pharaoh then followed them into the sea. Not one of them remained. But the Israelites walked on dry ground through the sea, the waters forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great work that the Lord did against the Egyptians. So the people feared the Lord and believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. Then the prophet Miriam, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine in her hand, and all the women went out after her with tambourines and with dancing. And Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. Horse and rider, he has thrown into the sea. The word of the Lord.
Let us pray. O God, whose wonderful deeds of old shine forth even to our day, you once delivered by the power of your mighty arm your chosen people from slavery under Pharaoh to be a sign for us of the salvation of all nations by the water of baptism. Grant that all the peoples of the earth may be numbered among the offspring of Abraham and rejoice in the inheritance of Israel through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the book of Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of thorns. He led me all around me. There were very many flying in the valley, and they were very dry. He said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will lay sins upon you. And will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded, and as I prophesied, suddenly there was a noise, a rap, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. I looked. And flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. Then he said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and bring you up from your graves and bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord, but I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I shall put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I shall place me in your own land. Then shall you know that I am the Lord, spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. The word of the Lord.
measure of your Son, who has brought us out of sin into righteousness and out of death into life. Grant to those who are sealed by your Holy Spirit the will and the power to proclaim you to all the world through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
to shine in the glory of the Lord's resurrection. Stir up in your church that spirit of adoption which is given to us in baptism, that we be the new book of the body and mind, may worship you in sincerity and truth through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God.
They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idol to him, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the living cross by themselves. Then he went home amazed. The Gospel of the Lord.
through wrong choices and harmful actions, through pride and greed and violence. Our kind wounds one another and other creatures and lays waste the natural world. And yet, as the scriptures tell, time after time, God restores life with a covenant of salvation symbolized by that multicolored rainbow after the flood. Life restored, hope renewed. That's the story. Again and again through history, human beings lose our way. We cause harm to ourselves and to others. We become perpetrators and victims. We do things that should never be done. But freedom from sin sickness is God's will for us, for every human being, for all humankind. So, ah, uh, tonight, this is the night when the ancient stories foreshadow the gospel denouement, that Jesus, despite suffering at the hands of sinful men, rose to new life. Tonight is the night when, with holy delight, we see as, as though through the eyes of those first witnesses of the resurrection, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who had come with Jesus through Galilee, I love to tell the story. They set out at first light, at first light intent to clean and anoint his broken but nevertheless forever beloved body, to prepare him for honorable burial according to Jewish custom. When they arrived, the stone was already rolled away. And when they went in, the tomb is empty. What has happened here, they wonder, their minds whirling. But then, in a flash of angelic insight, you see how I'm telling the story, suddenly they realize what these words meant. When back home in Galilee, Jesus said three things, that he would be given over to sinful men and crucified, and he would rise again on the third day. As surely as the first two had happened, now has the third happened. He is risen. These women do not hesitate. No sooner that they remember his words, before that sentence in Luke gets to its end, they turn and hurry back to share their amazing news with the brothers and the others, who are slow to believe. Until they themselves, before that same day will end, encounter the risen Lord. And so it is to this day. People perceive and understand the good news at their own pace, in their own way. As Nancy said in her sermon last night, God's got this. And God's got them. And will reveal to everyone, in time or out of time, that love is stronger than death. 
Jesus. We all share together one bread, one cup. Everyone is equal. Each one receives the same nourishment. Strangers become friends. When Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me, one dimension of what he meant is that rather than forming community on the basis of pride or greed or identity politics or force, we see everyone without exception, without regard for race or wealth or citizenship or any other way we separate ourselves from the other. In holy communion, we see one another as God sees us, everyone a beloved child of God. So now, on this night, at this moment, we are poised between these two magisterial sacraments, baptism and holy Eucharist. Now, in this first liturgy of the resurrection, we come with joy to the table, chastened by suffering, washed by the blood of the Lamb, astonished by the unfathomable mystery of life and love. In the words of the hymn, we'll sing, Now let the heavens be joyful, let earth her song begin. The round world keep high triumph, and all that is therein. Let all things seen and unseen their notes together blend. For Christ the Lord is risen, our joy now hath no end.
please do come and be fed. Let us walk in love. Christ loved us and gave himself as offerings and sacrifices to God.
We acclaim you, Holy Lord, glorious in power. Your mighty works reveal your wisdom and love. You formed us in your own image, giving the whole world into our care. So that in obedience to you, our Creator, we might rule and serve all your creatures. When our disobedience took us far from you, you did not abandon us to the power of death. In your mercy, you came to our help, so that in seeking you, we might find you. Again and again, you called us into covenant with you, and through the prophets, you taught us to hope for salvation. Father, you loved the world so much that in the fullness of time, you sent your only Son to be our Savior. Incarnate by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, he lived as one of us, yet without sin. To the poor, he proclaimed the news of salvation, to prisoners, freedom, to the sorrowful, joy. To fulfill your purpose, he gave himself up to death, and rising from the grave, destroyed death, and made the whole creation new. And that we might live no longer for ourselves, but for him who died and rose for us, he sent the Holy Spirit, his own first gift for those who believe to complete his work in the world and to bring to fulfillment the sanctification of all. When the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, his heavenly Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. At supper with them, he took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took a cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Father, we now celebrate this memorial of our redemption, recalling Christ's death and his descent among the dead, proclaiming his resurrection and ascension to your right hand, and awaiting his coming in glory, and offering to you from the gifts you have given us this bread and this cup. We praise you and we bless you. We praise you, we bless you, we give thanks to you, and we praise you. Lord, we pray that in your goodness and mercy, your Holy Spirit may descend upon us and upon these gifts, sanctifying them and showing them to be holy gifts for your holy people, the bread of life and the cup of salvation, the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that all who share this bread and cup may become one body and one spirit, a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your name. Remember, Lord, your one holy Catholic and apostolic church, redeemed by the blood of your Christ. Reveal its unity, guard its faith, and preserve it in peace. Remember all who minister in your church. Remember all your people and those who seek your truth. Remember all who have died in the peace of Christ and those whose faith is known to you alone. Bring them into the place of eternal joy and light. And grant that we may find our inheritance, 
with the Blessed Virgin Mary, with patriarchs, prophets, apostles, and martyrs, and all the saints who have found favor with you in ages past. We praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord.
the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do God's will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in God's sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. <laughs>